Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Bonus 101. Here we are on the other side of 100 on our bonus episode time. So we were... Wait, were we first introduced to David in this episode? We were. Yes. Yeah. Good old Davey. Davy Jones. Nope, that's not his name. Um, but <laughs> his name is David, and he is a young man in this episode. So we didn't quite know how old he was, but it is well, interesting. Really, yes. The Bible is more concerned with the fact that he's freaking hot. So it's kind of like, he could be 25, he could be eight. I don't know. Either way, the Bible's like... This boy is hot. I Apparently he was. And I did read in various, like even the Wikipedia article was talking about how um, how attractive David was. So I guess that matters in the Bible in some way. It, it, he's like a quarterback. Like it makes for a good leader. Like all the quarterbacks are really attractive, <laughs> I guess. But but yeah, the mostly from what I found, because I was looking up how old David was when we first met him. And mm-hmm. it sounds like most people slash scholars slash whatever think that he was between the ages of eight and 15. Although when we first met him when we first met him. Yes. So yes, we were wondering how old David was when we first met him. And oh, uh, so he's a shepherd boy. He was, he was taming the sheepies or slash like shepherding them. Well, I think the, the sheep sheep already, I think they were already tame. He was just he's kind just of minding them. them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Making he was sure taking there's care no, of them. It was so nice that, of him. You know, there's no wolves or mm. coyotes or mm-hmm. large spiders coming along to, to yeah. eat spiders. the sheep. Jeez. Well, no. It's the desert. So, I don't know. In one of the things that I read, it was like David had to be able to take down a bear and a lion and a wolf if he was tending to the sheep in this way. And so they were like, he couldn't be that young. And so somebody okay. thought that maybe he was around 17 because of that. But these other articles say that because he's the youngest of eight and the three were old enough to fight in the army, during which time you had to be at least 20 years old. So this says this mm. means that the youngest of the three eldest had to be 20. Assuming that they had a son every year after that, the absolute oldest David could be could have been 15. This is like a freaking logic puzzle. No, with but ages. it is. But, but it's a logic puzzle based on faulty assumptions, which is that there That's was only true. one woman having these children. And we all know that that's that is not true. the way this goes at this time. That's true. Well, that's true. that yes, that's also true. And it did talk about that. It was just like, oh, well, this is letterpile.com. What the heck? I don't know what this is. But um, yeah, no, it, they did talk about about the wife thing and mm-hmm. essentially what I from what I read it just said well there's there's nothing in the bible saying that Jesse had multiple wives so we're nothing thinking saying that, he didn't <laughs> I know <laughs> I know you're absolutely right but that's what I read so uh, anyways okay. they're saying that but with all of this information letterpile.com this particular guy thinks mm-hmm. that David was between the ages of 9 and 11 I'm like okay huh. Quite so young. nine and eleven, so he was quite young, and apparently by the time he becomes king, he's thirty. But that's oh, later. that's that's interesting because I'm curious, mm-hmm. like how much time passed between when we first meet him and then when we saw him again, because it was clear that time had passed, yeah. but we didn't know how much. Was it five years, yeah. ten years, a month? Like we have no idea. Well, yeah, and I didn't want to read ahead too much because it talked about That's, how old yeah. that they th- they thought that he was when he slayed Goliath. But I'm like, no, no, I'm not there yet. <laughs> right. These are exciting things, so I need to wait and hold my horses. Yeah. Okay. Hold your hold your giants in the sky. <laughs> hold your giant. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I love that. 
Oh okay. boy. Do, did you get any intel, Emily, on how old he was when he went to be Saul's little heart player slash armor bearer slash best friend? Well, okay, fine. I will spoil that they thought that he was 20 when he slayed Goliath. So it was between the ages of 8 to 15 to 20. (laughs) But it doesn't say, yeah, it doesn't say when. So that, yeah, that's a pretty big swath of time, potentially. Um, But speaking of that, yeah, playing the harp boy being Mr. Harp Boy, uh-huh. uh, they say that it's not a harp, but it's a liar. And this is harpspectrum.org, okay, exploring good. the world of the harp, okay. which is amazing. <laughs> I love that. It gets really in-depth, like very, very in-depth to a point where I think only Jace could understand this, like even with my, you know, not very good. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm you had a, you not had a particularly... Education. Yes, I had a music education, but you're like super, super good at theory and I'm not. But it's basically saying, yeah, so the E on the harp is the tonic of everything. And this says that, okay, David and others probably played single notes, simple intervals, and arpeggiated chords to accompany their singing as the vocal melodies were very transparent as well as harmonic in their structure. When they echoed from the walls of the chamber or courtyard where they were performed, they produced clear intervals and even triads. Okay, 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 all right, calm down. No, I was I was into that. I was... I was, I was of course, you, you are into it, of course, no, of all and people honestly, on this podcast. I'll, yeah, I'll send this to you, Jays, because that was like the, the really like very little... To, uh, to how crazy and wacky it got in terms of like musical stuff. I could not follow along, but that stuff I was like, okay, I, I hear what they're saying. But they were so pretty I sure it was a liar. They were pretty sure it was a liar. Okay. There is a liar from ancient Palestine picture on here, which is pretty fun. I, I, I want to maybe put this somewhere on the Instagram or something because it's very pretty and cute. Um, but yeah, they said that it's, it's a kinner K-I-N-N-O-R, translated harp in the King James Version of the Bible. It was not a harp at all, but a lyre. The other string instrument David played, Neville, translated polistry by the the King James Version, was likewise not a polistry and may not have been a true harp either. I don't know what any of those words mean. <laughs> it said the Kinner just, had 12, 10 strings, the Neville no, no, 12. No, 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 no. Repeating is not going to help. No, wait, I just okay. wanted to wait, know what, d- what an old-ass harp looked like. That's all I cared about. When I asked that question. Well, I'll, I I can't describe it to you. I mean, I probably could, <laughs> but it doesn't look like what an actual harp looks like right now. At least this liar from ancient Palestine certainly doesn't. So it's like a rectangle, rectangular or trapezoidal sound box with two curved arms of unequal, unequal length joined by a cross bar. It was played with the fingers or with a pelctrum. Plectrum? plectrum. Yes. Like a, okay. A yeah. Pick. If I Google psaltery, yeah. it kind of looks like a Toblerone. What? Yeah, to- like the chocolate. What? What? <laughs> like like a square of a Toblerone. It's that shape, like this super pointy little triangle shape. Yeah, but it's got some strings <laughs> run across it. Wow. Yeah, it's it's pretty cute. I, I'm excited to put it up somewhere uh, uh, when we have our next podcast of I don't know drunk uh, music theory history. Oh God. my God, Jace, Jace, no, that's will, it. Jace will host that's that alone. God, here we go. I've I been know. waiting for the next <laughs> podcast idea and drunk music theory study, drunk music history oh, study. Drunk, uh, all that is great. Yeah, he's excited great. about it. I'll I'll be sure to listen <laughs> so that then my music history and theory can get better. Okay, that's all I got. How about you two? 
Um, okay, so I was looking into, I know that we got, we were given great pause in reading when all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, and Yahweh sent evil spirits on Saul and he was plagued by them. We're like, wait, what? Uh, what? So oh, yeah, if you recall, okay. yeah, Saul would be accosted Saul. by these <laughs> evil Better spirits. <laughs> Saul was accosted uh. by these evil spirits and then David would come and play and he would feel a lot better and the evil spirit would go away. But the important piece of information being that like they specifically lays out that they came from Yahweh. Um, right. And so the evil spirits this. came from Yahweh? Yes. And yeah, so okay. that, like on the internet, there's definitely a lot of people who are like, wait, what? Yahweh sending out evil spirits now? Like what's, what's that all about? Of course um, he did. Of course he did. Now, there's the one interpretation where some people say this is maybe a translation thing, and instead of it being a straight-up evil spirit, like a ghost or something, or a demon, it's actually just a mood, you know, oh. like maybe Saul went through depression or guilt. Would you say it's a big guilt. mood? I would say it's a big, it's, big, it's big totally mood. It's totally a big mood. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. Which I, I kind of like that interpretation, and I was thinking about that when we first read it. That I like this idea of like, I mean, because to, to be honest, Samuel's—I mean, sorry, Samuel's just dumped Saul and has just told him like, "Hey, you're no longer divinely blessed. Mm, you messed yeah, up." That and is a yeah. the idea of him wrestling with remorse, with guilt, imposter syndrome, um, mm. like nutso butso, and <laughs> you know, trying to figure out where just. I don't know. Sounds like rough mental health days for Saul were in abundance, uh, in totally. addition to still being responsible for everything and everyone. And I like the idea of, you yeah. know, David being this good distraction and, and maybe meditative music and stuff like that. That's one interpretation. You mean Samuel, not Saul. You mean what? David, not Samuel. Wait, no. That, <laughs> what? That the upset person was Saul. Samuel. Saul. Oh. Well, I guess Samuel was also upset. But Samuel yeah, I thought upset. that Samuel Samuel was upset because Saul was like not the chosen one. Yes, Did, yes, everyone, he was upset. Yeah. But Saul was the one who got evil spirits sent upon him, and David came to him to be his heart player and armor bearer. Cool. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so there's the, the kind of this is actually a mental health situation interpretation. Okay. And then the other predominant interpretation I found was just the literal interpretation where they're like, yeah, he always sent him evil spirits because he kind of deserved it. There's a mm. lot of that whoa. I find in, in biblical commentary. There's a lot of people being like, whoa, Yahweh did this really messed up thing to somebody. That seems really harsh and, and intense like, no, it was for like a kind and loving God who supposedly is compassionate. And then scholars uh -huh. just being like, yeah, well, you know, they deserved it. So that's is why. Is he kind it and loving yet? Or is he only kind and loving when Jesus comes? Literally the oh, only time we saw Yahweh be kind and loving was when Moses was trying to do that PR campaign for him. We right. have not seen any hard evidence <laughs> True. of Yahweh's actions being that kind or loving other than, okay, I guess I will not destroy all of you in a fire I have, this time. I have been trying to think, though, in terms Later, of how though. they how they talk about Yahweh. And there have been some mentions of Yahweh being loving. That we have came across that a couple times. Much Are less you sure than that we've... it wasn't just Yahweh saying that about himself? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've heard that much less than we've heard, you know, fear Yahweh. But we have a few times heard mentions, not just that one time with Moses, about him being a loving God. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. It seems yeah. like he didn't lean as hard into that sort of... Uh, that image, that messaging until maybe later on. Not yet. I think the Christians have really done a lot of good PR work for God on the mm, like compassion the loving, front. Right. The loving front. Yeah. 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 yeah.
Yeah. That's uh, that's what I got. Cool. So I just, okay, first, I, I did look something up, but first I just had this random thought today about, so when we've been doing these live shows on Get Vocal, they have like different nights of the week. They have certain events that go on that are like themed things. And we're on Thursdays, which is their true crime night. Uh, which I, I'm not a big fan <laughs> of true crime. True crime of Yahweh. <laughs> like it's all like true crime podcasts and shows and whatever. And I'm like, I'm, I'm not a fan of true crime. But I was trying to think like, is there some way that we could justify us being part of that lineup to like be part of their true crime Thursdays? You mean they don't have a Bible study Fridays or anything like that? Not that I've seen, but maybe we could start it. <laughs> what if we did? We would be the weird outlier on that. On that yeah. night of maybe it should just be like it, like drunk history or drunk whatever like the <laughs> drunk, drunk podcast <laughs> drunk night Friday night it's drunk night yeah all the drinking exactly. related shows there you go wow um, okay so what I did look up uh, was so we've gotten to David who we've yes. kind of previewed is a big deal right um, and then also we've been talking a lot recently about of Jesse's line the crown which Emily yeah. loves from from that Carol which was that again it is Aloha uh, Rose Low how a rose air blooming. Yes. Yes. Okay. So the that whole Jesse's of Jesse's line, the crown means that Jesus mm-hmm. was a descendant of Jesse. Um, and so is David. David is his son, right? Yeah. So Jesus is a descendant of David. Another shepherd, right? Did he ship <laughs> to uh, Jesus? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, only metaphorically, really. He, he, didn't, uh, he, didn't he was a carpenter by trade. Yeah. He's a... Yeah, woodworker by trade. Well, I thought like the Lord is my shepherd. Well, that's from Psalms, and that's okay. And that's which is also allegory. Jesus came along. Oh, that's about the oh. Lord Yahweh, not about the Lord Jesus. That's but aren't the, they it, the same person? Oh boy. <laughs> oh, boy. oh boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Now, no, I, I, we won't go down like, that I'm tangent. Just not going to answer yet. that question. We won't go down that can't. tangent, but. I will say that that imagery of us being sheep and God being the shepherd, that comes up a lot uh-huh. in Christianity, mm-hmm. especially. Yeah, yeah that, that imagery. Yeah. 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 Um, so, okay. So the genealogy here, I just wanted to give us sort of like a part one. And obviously when we get to Jesus, we can do the rest of the genealogy. I mean, we will be forced to because two of the gospels cover it. Um, oh, really? And cool. they both... Their genealogies are both a little bit different from each other. Like they're identical in some places and they diverge in other places, which is interesting. And that's, I think that'll be a fun discussion to have yeah, once why? we're there. Uh, well, I mean, do you want to preview? That Can is I, the question. Should I preview it or is that spoilers? Sure. I mean, it's the I'm bo- not, we're not going to read this for spoilers. a few years. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So basically, both of their genealogies start with uh, David. And then they go and they end up at Jesus. Well, they end up... Okay, here's here's basically the deal is that parts of it are the same and then they diverge at parts. And there's like a bunch of theories as to why this might be. And there's some things of just saying like it's mistakes, that like there were errors in one of them and scholars over the years who've been transcribing it have tried to fix it and it's just been like mistakes on top of mistakes. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. what happened. Um, other theories are about words being confused with each other that, so there's this predominant theory that seems to be a popular one where one of them is tracing the genealogy of Joseph 
and then one is tracing the genealogy of Mary, and that that's oh that Joseph Joseph yes sorry yes not Joseph amazing Mary's yes sorry yeah yes not amazing <laughs> Technicolor Dreamcoat Joseph okay no 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 not him um yeah so one theory is that one's tracing Mary's genealogy and the other is her husband Joseph mm-hmm. what's what hangs people up though is that Joseph is also on the one who's supposedly tracing Mary's family tree. Joseph is the last stop on that. Um and saying that uh, he's Gordon. the father of Jesus. And so it's like, wait, did that make Mary his daughter or his sister? Or yeah, like what? I... But there's a couple of prevailing theories. One is that her father was also named Joseph. And so it's unrelated. It's just another Joseph. Or the other is that the word for one of the Hebrew words for father and one of the Hebrew words for spouse or husband are can, can be confused with each other. And so it's possible I mean, that... Classic. So, so, yeah. And convenient. Classic and convenient. Yikes. So it's possible that they were tracing the genealogy down to be like, oh, okay, so this then was her husband at the end. Her um, husband, father. <laughs> like a son's husband. Her dad's husband. Her dad's husband. Her dad's husband, yes. <laughs> But but okay, I wanted to cover our genealogy up till now. So okay. so we have gotten this in bits and pieces, but to kind of backtrack here, if we go back to the beginning, and Luke goes over this once we get to that gospel, but basically we had this, he goes all the way back to Adam. And so Whoa. Adam had Goodness. one of Adam's sons was Seth. Um, and then we had, I'm just going to go through this real fast, Enosh, oh boy. Canaan, Mahalel, Jared, <sighs> Enoch, Methuselah, so Methuselah's in the mix, which is Ooh. fun, Lamech, and Seth, Noah, so Noah's in, but Noah has to be, right, because everyone else died, so it's got to be part of Noah's family, Shem, Arphahad, Kainan, Shelah, Eber, Peleg, you recognize some of these names? I recognize a few I remember Pegleg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like Pegleg. Yeah. Ryu from Street Fighter, uh, Shirug, <laughs> Nahor, Tara, and then Abraham. So that's Father okay. Abraham had many sons. Okay, hang on, Jace. How are you really going to go through this entire thing? We're almost there. Because I'm, almost st- I'm up. starting to get some eye twitches. No, we're almost caught up. It's great. So we had <laughs> Father Abraham, who had Isaac, and then Jacob. Emily? Jacob! Thank you. And then Judah, Perez Hilton, Hezron, yes. Ram, Aminadab, our, one of our favorites. The smallest oh, the dab. The smallest dab. Yeah. Uh, Nashon, Salmon... Uh, Boaz, who was also the sister of Ruth, uh, so or the no, husband of husband. Ruth, yeah. So sister, really sister sister husband, family, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, her sister, <laughs> sister, 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 sister husband, his sister wife, meaning it was his sister aunt's <laughs> yeah. wife. No, exactly. Um, so, so yeah, so she's up in this family tree too, right? She's a, a ancestor of, of David, um, and then we had Obed Jesse of Jesse's line, the David, and that's where we are now. So I just thought wow. it was fun to kind of revisit like memories of where we've been on this. Wait, path. okay, hang on. So Many it goes from Obed. Yes, it goes from Obed straight to Jesse. Yeah, according so to Ruth what I is found here. David's great grandmother. Yes, yes. Okay, great, great so grandmother. really, this whole book, meaning the Bible, is just one big story <laughs> about one big ass family. Yeah, kind of. You could kind of make that argument. We've been making the 100 Years of Solitude reference for <laughs> exactly. a long time now. And it's, it holds up. Actually. I have not read that book. I need to. Clearly. Yes. That's part, yeah, of your, well, part of your study for Drunk Bible Study is reading 100 Years of Solitude. Aren't I reading enough? Yes, <laughs> I know. Goodness. 
All right. Well, that's fun. Cool. Yeah. Jesse's line the crown mm-hmm. eventually becomes Jesus Creesus. <laughs> yep. Correct. correct. 100% correct. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus H. William Creesus Christ. That's his full name. Lovely. All right. Okay. Well, we're excited to bring you episode 102 coming up next, and we will see you then.